0: the Just James Horror Review. I'm your host, Just James, and today we are talking about Children of the Corn. This is episode 33. Well, hello there, listener, and welcome back to the Just James Horror Review. Gotta be honest, this was started out as a microdose episode. I was gonna review the brand new 2023 Children of the Corn, but after watching it, I was just like, holy shit, this is a horribly bad movie. I can't believe this movie is so bad. Because, you know, I don't like shitting on films and stuff because, you know, someone might like it, but, oh, man, this movie sucked. So I thought, you know, maybe I'm just misreading this. I'm going to go back and watch the old 1984 version of Children of the Corn, the OG, and see, maybe I'm missing out on something. Maybe there were parts that I don't remember and this film's paying homage to it and it's just done poorly. I don't know. So... What turned out to be a micro-dose episode ended up being, it's still going to be a shorter episode. I'm not going to go into the actors and the directors and all that kind of stuff. We're just going to jump right into it. It's not going to be a film walkthrough, but I do just want to compare the two to give them, to give the new one uh, an honest and fair shot. Uh, And after doing so, I'm going to let you know, it still sucks. Anyway, let's get into it. All right, so Children of the Corn. I watched this on Shudder. Both films are on Shudder. The 2023 version is, like I said, it's just awful. It's like a sci-fi original movie. It's kind of got that that flair to it. It's like Sharknado, but, with, but doesn't understand that it's bad. It's intentionally trying to be serious. And honestly, it's not even really trying to pay homage to the old one. I don't know if it's trying to reinvent itself. There is a whole lot in the very beginning where the film just doesn't know what it's trying to be, right? So we start out with the kids in a sort of a group home type scenario, and there's a little girl outside, and some dude walks outside of the corn. Another, you know, older boy, he's still a child, but he walks out of the corn. He's looking all jacked, you know, like something's wrong with him. You know, he's got that faraway look in his eye. And she says something about, you know, I hope you haven't been out there all night or whatever. And he's like, nobody, nothing ever really dies in the corn. And then some dude comes out here and he's like, hey, little son of bitch, what have you been doing out there? And he just stabs him. And then he goes inside the building and you just hear chaos ensue. Then all of a sudden, we just cut to a scene where there's a bunch of ridiculously looking redneck people, out, like stereotyped to the max type looking redneck people outside. You know, everyone's fucking dirty, the hat and, and the overalls and shit with no shirt and just, you know, really drenched in stereotypes and uh, the sheriffs out there, you know, dipping skull and whatever. And what are they doing? Well, they got this great idea where they've got a hose hooked up to cow gas, whatever the fuck that is. I guess it's a real thing. I don't know. I'm not a farmer. I'm sure it is. Uh, something they use to euthanize animals, whatever. They have this huge tank of it. And you see the hose has been thrown through a window inside the building of this group home. Now, you don't know if they know that there's kids in there, if all the adults are dead or anything, because it doesn't show any of that. Like I said, you just have the opening scene of the kid going in there. You hear people getting stabbed. If you've seen the original, then you know he's probably in there just killing the adults. But if you haven't seen the original, you don't know who he's killing in there. Is he killing everyone? Is he killing all the kids? Is he just stabbing the adults? Who the hell knows? You don't know. And they gas all these people, and then it cuts to a scene of the sheriff reading a newspaper where it says something like, you know, 30 kids die in an attempt to stop murderer" or something like that. And, of course, the sheriff, he's just like, well, there goes my re-election. It's just so over-the-top, you know, ridiculous with these uh, typecast characters that i i I don't even know i don't even know how to describe it it's you don't have to spoon feed everything and again when they remake these movies from the old ones i know times are different i know things that are important now that weren't important then uh stereotypes were different the belief systems were different all this kind of stuff but fuck this was a bad movie I, i i just i don't know i don't know this sheriff He's worried about his re-election and all this, so he's obviously a scumbag. He didn't care about the kids or anything like that, so we get that, okay? And the the view of the film looks very much like, how do I say this, you know, like how the last centipede movie kind of looked, that dark uh, haze over the film, how it looks to, so it's just dread and very serious because everything is toned down. All the tones are dark and gray, everyone's skin looks a little, you know, grayish, rotten kind of thing, whatever. So that's what they have on this, I guess because it lacks fucking depth or whatever. I don't know. It's not like I'm looking for anything really important with Children of the Corn. It's not like I need this thing to blow my mind or to take my brain to a place that's super introspective or anything like that. But I at least want, you know, here's the thing. If you've seen the, the centipede Human Centipede movie, the last, I think it was the last one they did where they're in prison, like that's the kind of cheesy genericness that this reminds me of to the point to where it's not it's not good you know it was crap just like that last centipede movie and every i mean just everything man the plot the dialogue the casting the wardrobe the cinematography was all just oh god it was so bad i don't know if this was just a money grab film or what or if if the director was really taking a a a good honest college try shot at this film i honestly there's no there's no way he's he's got to (laughs) know All right, so as the movie goes on, it continues to just be weird as fuck. Like, is it a movie about corporate foreign interest buying all the farmland and poisoning the crops so that big business can subsidize the land? Is it about climate change? Is it about GMOs in the soil? Uh, the Plants growing super fungus that can change human biology, cause health issues and cancer? Is it about a small town, uh, excuse me, small town America being out of touch with the world they leave behind to their children And those children paying for the sins of their fathers, maybe. I don't know. It tries to be all those things. You know what it doesn't try to be? A fucking horror movie. And, you know, again, all those are great points. I'd love to see a movie about all those different things, but not all in one and not in a Children of the Corn film. So, like I said, things are different. If I was... 15 or 14 or something, I saw this movie. It might be the shit I might be talking about it when I'm in my 30s, like, Oh, Children of the Corn was awesome. And someone will try to remake it and it'll have all kinds of weird shit in there about AI and stuff. And I'll be like, What the fuck is this? This is this is bull. This ain't real Children of the Corn. Maybe I would. Maybe I'm just being a geezer about this. And I'm like, This ain't what real whore is about. So who knows? I mean, GMO, corporate America, hyper fungus, all that kind of stuff. That is scary shit. But again, Not in the Children of the Cornfield. Wasn't really what the original one was about. It was about religious fervor and all that kind of stuff, which this one just wasn't. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm being really hard on this film. It's the first time ever i felt like I've just been so adamant and just, you know, frustrated with a film for the way it turned out. This one's definitely it. So, anyway, our main character in this film is going to be the girl who takes the place of malachi from the old film her name is eden i guess again they're still trying to go with these biblical names but she doesn't try to be biblical at all she's not trying to be quote scripture and have that you know preacher uh, bible thump kind of uh, language or anything like that she really just kind of plays a little smart ass kid you know just like a little bratty kid in the film and another weird part about it is she is obsessed with the red queen from alice in the wonderland So maybe I needed to dive into that to see more about what this film was trying to do. I don't really remember a lot about Alice in the Wonderland and the Red Queen and what her motivations and behind the scenes kind of thinking with her was, but to the point to where they put this kid in a red wig and she's just running around town in cowboy boots and a little, you know, like pirate saber and all this kind of stuff, just rallying all these kids. It's, it's, it's strange. And not only is it strange, but it focuses a lot on the kids. So you just see them running around town and just doing stuff unsupervised, like they're bleeding a hog in a giant hole. They're painting corn roots with blood. And it's just normal. You know, people walk up on this and they're just like, oh, what are you guys doing? She's like, we're feeding the corn. And they're like, "Huh? Okay, you crazy kids, you know, as long as you're out of my fucking way, I guess. Oh, and another thing. So. I think I understand why they did this. So the corn monster, if you remember in the 1984 version, it's the one who walks behind the rose or something like that. And in this one, they call it the one who walks behind the corn. And it's, you know, whatever. Anyway, you get to see the monster in this film, which is cool because in the 1984 one, they use some kind of weird yellow graphic that it looks like yellow static. And maybe it's supposed to be like corn kernels or something, but it's not. Great. So in this one you get to see the monster, but you know what it did? It fucking ruined it because the monster, for one, sounds like a dinosaur. It sounds like Jurassic Park, you know, sound effects. And then it comes out and it's just this weird, twisted, you know what it looks like? There's an old Sega Genesis game, if anyone ever played the Sega Genesis, and it was just called Bob, and you were this robot, and you had to fight this big thing. And it looks like one of the bosses out of that game. I know no one's going to get that reference, but it's just this awkward-looking, tall, corn husk twist of a shape that is eating people. So who knows what it was? I don't, you know, i am mean, be honest with you, I don't know if I've read the Stephen King short that this is based off of. Maybe I have. If I have, it's been a really long time ago, so don't know what it was in there. I'm guessing if it's Stephen King, he probably didn't explain it. It was probably something that came from the sky. It's just this unseen, inhuman force that just exists in the universe. Well, not in this Children of the Corn. It's a big, twisted, wilty corn beast. Get Get the fuck out of here. All right, so anyway, Somehow fifteen, you know, preteens take over a whole town. They're all screwed up from the corn and assumably maybe because the way it was explained in the beginning, it's this weird corn fungus that's blowing around. I I don't even know. And they gas all the parents like in the opening scene and it's a uh, Weird scene because they gas them, and then when they wake up, they're in this big, giant hole. And I'm talking like a hole you could fit a house in. Somehow all these kids dug this in a day. Maybe they used the power of the corn. I don't know. It's not explained. They don't even have shovels. They're just in this hole. And then the kids decide, well, now that we've gassed them and we've trapped them in this giant hole that they can't climb out of, how are they going to kill them? Well, they're going to fill in this giant hole with dirt using backhoes. Now, look, I'm not a construction person Uh, i've worked construction i've worked odd jobs whatever but i'm pretty sure a backhoe is going to take a long time to fill a dirt hole in and not only that but it does it extremely slow now given granted they use more than one they're using more than one backhoe but i have a feeling that as it fills up with dirt you could just crawl out of it it's not you know this dirt this hole is humongous it's not like a coffin size hole where once the dirt's on you and you fall down they could just cover you up because there's like 20 adults in this hole they could have figured it out but they didn't. They all just stayed there and got buried and died. So anyway, Eden, the main bad guy in this film, is she tells this story about how she was in the corn, and she was taken care of by the corn man, and he's sick and he needs to be fed, and they cut a dude's eyeballs out, and there's all the kids roar like a monster. It's just so all over the place. Does this sound confusing? Well, it's just like watching the film. And I'll tell you this is probably 45 minutes into the film when this stuff starts happening and you could just care less. And when the people get killed, you could care less. They they took no care whatsoever to have you give a hoot about any of these characters, even the main ones. You just don't you just don't care. So anyway, There's another main character that she's been trying to go against Eden this whole time. It kind of ends in this big showdown in the middle of the cornfield in this big shack. Corn monster shows up. We finally get to see what it looks like. It's not extravagant. Again, you just don't care at this point. Nothing is exciting. Nothing is impressive. Nothing surprises you. We've had a couple of kills, and you can't even really get excited about those because they're sort of lame. And it all ends just like the first one in a big fire. Oh, and then, and then after it's, uh, after it's all over, this motherfucker has the, uh, can I even say that on here? I don't know if it gets beeped or whatever. Anyway, this motherfucker has the audacity to have the main character return to the cornfield after it's burned up and starts to look, you know, why, and, and it shows this huge expanse of cornfield, right? And she's just walking around in it and she finds one of Eden's you know, who is supposed to be the Malachi character in this film finds one of her rings or something like that and picks it up. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's like a jump scare behind you. It's Eden. Her body's all burned up. And she has a callback to the beginning of the film where she's like, nothing ever really dies in the corn and then attacks the girl. So everyone dies. And I guess it's supposed to be this modern Gothic, whatever, but it's not, it's not, it's crap. Oh my gosh, what a shit movie. And second of all, I think, you know, okay, here's another thing. If you do watch this film, if nothing else, just to prove me wrong, watch this film and prove me wrong. Please, I want you to go out and see the worst movie I've watched in years and see if you have a different opinion. Maybe you'll love it. I don't know. But I want to say one thing to look for is this dude might, may or be whoever was responsible for this, and I'll say the... Director because they're the ones who are ultimately responsible for this kind of stuff dude might be a low-key pervert and the only reason I say that is because there are some odd shots of little girl's legs and a couple of just like little kid legs in Boots and it's for no apparent reason, you know I understand you showing different parts of people for scenes and stuff like that And it's trying to you know show you what's going on or whatever kind of moving the action, you know, whatever But this guy might be some one of those feet finder type of guys. I don't know. Just just watch it You'll totally See what it, I'm talking about? I promise you, you'll watch it, and it's just no secret. Just all of a sudden, we have this weird scene of little girl legs in boots, and it's just super weird, like a Tarantino movie with the foot fetish stuff. Like it just pops up, and you're like, "What the fuck is the fuck is that? What is happening? What is this?" So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm off base with that. I don't know. Anyway, it was just another thing about this movie to be lame. So right, all right, we're gonna move on to the 1984 Children of the Corn. Now, the 1984 movie, I feel like I remember it being awesome. I remember when I was, a, I, was, I was a very little kid when I saw this film and actually saw it in a hospital waiting room of all places. I can't remember why I was at the hospital. Maybe a family member was having a baby or something like that. But I had to stay in the waiting room, and we had to stay there well into the night. Well, someone ended up turning off the lights in the waiting room. So I literally watched this film in a waiting room in the dark, in a weird ass hospital and so maybe that's why i remember it being really awesome and scary and, and just giving me the creeps i don't know but i will say when i watched it for a second time it's uh it's okay it's just okay it, you know i i can it definitely has some iconic stuff in it i mean it's definitely an iconic movie just because of what it is you know children being the murderer and that kind of stuff it's not done a whole lot and this one is pretty over the top with children killing people so Other movies that usually have children in it, like Children of the Damned or Village of the Damned or whatever it is, and other stuff like that where there's kids that are killing people, it's not as explicit most of the times as Children of the Corn was. So maybe that's why it's so iconic. Plus, the Malachi character and all that are pretty awesome characters. So, first five minutes of Children of the Corn, the 1984 version, is better than the 2000, it's better than the entire 2023 film. And it's probably better than the rest of the entire movie. One of the things that I did like about this, and it having that 80s flair in it, is there's so many different times in the movie where you just want to yell at the screen, like, what are you doing? You know, Why would you go back in there? What are you doing? Oh my god. It's got that all throughout it. So if you love doing that to films and talking to the screen, this is your movie. And another thing, if you saw this movie back in the 80s, and you probably already know this, but for those that don't, Malachi... He is a child. He's playing a 12-year-old in the film, but as you see him, as he talks and his hand motions and all that, it'll just kind of tickle your brain. You're like, something doesn't really seem right here. Something's a little little off. I can't quite put my finger on it. And the reason is because the actor playing that 12-year-old kid is 23 years old. So I don't know whatever his condition is, dwarfism or whatever it might be. He's 23 years old playing a 12-year-old. Extremely convincingly, he very much looks like a 12-year-old. But of course... One thing that gives it away, I think, age in general is the hands. You look at his hands, they look, you know, aged. If For lack of a better way to put it, they look aged. So, yeah. I guess the reason to do this is just because he's a real actor, so he can actually put a lot of intensity in the role that maybe a real 12- or 15-year-old actor might not be able to do. Or maybe just the fact that he is older, it does kind of add, like I said, to that uneasy, kind of bizarre, like something's not right here factor as you watch the film. Oh, the guy with the red hair, he plays a fucking awesome role in this movie, too. So props out to him. You've seen the film, you know who I'm talking about, but that guy does a great job. And do you remember that Sarah Connor from Terminator is in this film? Because I totally fucking forgot. But yeah, she's in here. She's bae. I mean, it's it's awesome. She does a great job in this film, too. A lot of cool, weird stuff happens to her. And it was was the best part of watching these two films was seeing her in there and forgetting that she was in there. It was quite the treat, I will say. Quite the treat. Now, another thing that I noticed about the 1984 film is they are super heavy-handed with the color yellow in this film. The symbolism, you know, whatever yellow is supposed to, I guess, represent corn or whatever. I don't know if this was in the original story about yellow and its significance, but everything is yellow. like shirts, hats, cars, the house, you know, corn, obviously. all There's just yellow all throughout this film. So it's it's pretty blatant beating you over the head with the color yellow. Like, look at this. This means something. Figure it out. This is symbolism. So It's not too distracting, but it is, it is kind of weird. You know, yellow is such a bright... Alarming color, you know, it's it's just hard to miss the setup for this film is pretty much the same as the the newer one It's just the details that matter. So that first five minutes is when There's a bunch of people in a diner They're just enjoying a regular afternoon and all of a sudden you see They drink their coffee someone put something in the coffee one of the kids that was working the diner they drink coffee Everyone starts dying. Well as they're dying of this poison or whatever was in there The kids run around and just start stabbing everyone they're stabbing them in the stomach and they're cutting their throats and like I said, it's, it's shocking awe the first five minutes where you're just like, "Holy shit, this all these kids are just slaughtering a whole town." And again, they show it, and they don't really show it in the other films. I mean, I think you only see two or three kills in the 2023 film, whereas in this one, the first five minutes is nothing but kills. So as a matter of fact, some of them were edited out. I think there's an extended version somewhere where they, you know, show people dying at the house and other places than just this diner. Uh, There is a part in here where they talk about the blue man. I thought that was cool. They keep referencing the blue man, and then when you find out what it is, it's pretty neat. It's a cop. You know, I'll go ahead and tell you. It's a police officer, so he's in his police blues, and they got him up on this cornstalk. They got him crucified on this cornstalk cross, and that is a cool scene. Again, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I think is iconic, and that might be one of them. The blue man, uh, Malachi, that kind of stuff is certainly memorable parts to this film. So the story goes on This happens in the diner, and then it's supposed to be a three-year gap, and this couple ends up driving through the town. Now, I don't really know the importance of the three-year gap, other than just trying to eliminate all the adults and to show you like, hey, this town is nothing but kids. But the way it plays out in the film is it looks like it's just the following day or the next week. You just know because it says at the bottom of the screen, this has been three years. However, most of the people in the opening scenes have not aged at all. So I don't know if that's just a part of the town where now that they're in there, they're under the power of the corn monster or whatever, that they don't age. But yeah, it's uh, it's a little uh, confusing, I guess, when you're watching it. And the part I like about the 84 version is it centers around just this couple, whereas the 2023 one centers around the main character, Eden, who is the evil corn girl and what she's doing. And I think that was a loss definitely for the 2023 version. It's kind of like the Purge movies. You remember... How they started getting more and more kind of macro and what they were doing instead of the micro at the beginning where it was just one family's experience and what they were going through the night of the purge. I feel like that movie was way more intense, was a way better movie to just show that one individual part of what was happening. Now it was cool to see what else was going on, just like in the Children of the Corn movie, you get to see a little more about what was going on with the kids, but it just didn't make for a better movie, so... You might have had those questions after you saw the 1984, like, man, I wish they would have showed this, or what? You know, they want people want things explained to them. But the problem is, once you explain all that stuff and you lift that veil, it just there's no more mystery to the movie. You know, let that imagination fly, baby. Let's just just don't know some things. It's okay. Sometimes it's scarier. What the fuck you want to know everything for? Get spooked. Again, this is an 80s film. The acting isn't great, and I will say, this movie. It's not that it didn't disappoint or anything, the 84 Children of the Corn. It was still cool, but it definitely wasn't the movie I remember. And apparently there's been a whole bunch of sequels after that that I didn't even know about. There's some in the city and just tons of Children of the Corn movies now, so I don't even know. I haven't seen all of them. I don't think I will. I don't want to poison the well. I'll just enjoy my life on the 84 version and just leave it alone at that. I can't imagine it gets better after that one. Now I will say the 80s music in this is awesome. The musical score for this film is is sweet. And there's this chanting that goes on throughout it when the intense shit is happening. And if someone knows what they're saying, please, please, please let me know in the comments. I guess I could probably Google it. But if you know what they're saying and you know exactly what I'm talking about, like when the murders and stuff are going on, you start hearing this weird, I guess it's corn chanting. It's really cool. I did like that part in the movie. The main couple, as they're driving through the town, they end up hitting a kid. Now, they find out shortly after they hit him that he was murdered because his throat's been cut. And they're like, well, we didn't kill him. Someone cut his throat and threw him out in the road, and that's when we hit him. But shortly after that, they are extremely just kind of cavalier and chill about the fact that they just hit, you know, what looks like an 8-year-old boy out in the middle of the street. Like, they're just kind of shooting the shit and laughing and making jokes. They're walking into people's houses and talking to other people's kids and all this stuff. So, you you really have to separate yourself from reality a lot in this film to give it a lot of grace to really enjoy it. Now it's a horror film, so you're like, well, of course you would. We're talking about a town of kids that that kills everybody and a corn monster, so of course. But you'll see what I mean. It's just, you know, it's is it a B film? Can we call it a B film? Would you call Children of the Corn a B film? I'll I'll, I'll say an iconic B film. I'll I'll say it. I'll say it. So anyway, as the 84 version of this film goes on, it does build dread really good. It goes from being like a good movie, and then it gets kind of bad, and then it gets kind of good, then it gets kind of bad again, and then it goes back to being a pretty decent film. And the ending is good. No problem with that. Except for the very, very end, if you're watching it, like when the credits start rolling, it almost looks like someone made a mistake. It looks like someone started rolling the credits, I don't know, like 30 seconds too early. So watch it, watch for that at the end, or just fast forward to that part. It's really funny. So I will say that as you watch this film and the new one, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, as you watch both these films, as an adult human, that this would never happen to you, right? You're like, if a bunch of little kids, like if an elementary school of kids just ran out with a bunch of knives and pipes and bats and whatever else, like you would just you just beat the shit out of a bunch of kids, right? I mean, that seems like Man, the most logical the thing that kids. you could, I could, you know. Well, I almost said you could beat off a bunch of kids. That that sounds weird. But you know what I'm saying. You could just beat up a bunch of kids. You know, it wouldn't be any problem. Be You know, just flick them away with a, a kick and a key on, a karate chop, and you'd just be able to get yourself out of town. But I will say, after watching both films, I think it's a numbers game. You know, if you got 50 kids coming at you, eventually you're going to get tired. Eventually you're going to get caught with a pipe or something like that, and as soon as you go down, it's just like a piranha attack. So that part wasn't extremely you know, unbelievable for me or anything, I think numbers game gets you every time. Another big difference about, I think one of the last things that, I, that I'll say about this is another big difference in the two films is in the uh, the 2023 one, there's a lot of, there, there's no infighting in the group, but in the 1984 version, there is. And that's kind of, it's kind of maybe the main part of the film near the end is there's this infighting and, pull for control and all that kind of stuff. That didn't really happen in the in the latter one. It was kind of Eden running the whole show and there was uh, another uh, girl who was trying to stop her and get her to understand we don't have to do this and all that kind of jazz. but she wasn't necessarily trying to take control of the other corn children. So that was a big difference, probably the main difference, I would say, um, other than who they whose perspective they follow in the film. But uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, that's it. That's it. Not a real long episode today. Uh, I like the '84 version better. I think it's pretty obvious by now. It's definitely better in the remake. I think the remake tried to do things that maybe showed more of what fans might have been wanting to see from the first film that was absent, like showing the corn monster. But I don't know. I, I I don't know. But yeah, that's it for today. That's been Children of the Corn. If you have a favorite Children of the Corn or one you want me to see, like uh, you know a. a Children of the Corn 2 or 3 or 4 or whatever they got going on now. Just let me know in the comments. I'll maybe do another micro dose episode on it or something like that. That would be cool. Again, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so on Instagram. I don't really get on X and all the other socials as much. They just don't seem to have as good a response. You can always email me at Podcast at gmail.com. I'll respond to those. And also I want to give a shout out to on Instagram, Greta T. Bates. Greta T. Bates mentioned me in a comment the other day that she was listening to the show and having a good time. So just want to say I appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you will like and subscribe all of our future episodes if you have any suggestions for me please feel free to drop them in the inbox and also after creeping your page a little bit it looks like you are working on a novella so congratulations i hope that's going kick ass let me know when it comes out i'd love to read it and check it out anyway thanks everybody for listening you guys are awesome love you i am just james this is the just james review take care (coughs) (coughs)